In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. I'm here with Cleveland's newest superstar. It's not Baker Mayfield. It's the Scottish Hammer. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, thanks. How are you doing? Yeah, good, buddy. I've got to ask, first of all, where the hell did the name Scottish Hammer came from? So that name came from uh, my, high, my first ever high school coach. He uh, saw me kick the ball and absolutely loved it. And he just looked at me and said, you're getting called the Scottish Hammer. I was like, all right. He's <laughs> <laughs> easy as that. So tell us, mate, how, um, I guess you're born in Scotland. Then what happened from there? So I was, uh, my dad's in the military and he, I was actually born in England at first because uh, he was stationed down in Cranwell. Then after that, we moved back and forth from Scotland to England with my dad's job. And I've been playing rugby since I was about five years old. And I played up in the Highlands of Scotland for a team called Highland Rugby Club. Yeah. And then I went to a boarding school on a sports scholarship. And uh, we actually won the national championship as a rugby team our under 16 years. So I went from there to then when I was 16 years old, I left Merkiston to come out to Southern Maryland to live with my mum and dad. And then that's how the whole football thing got into gear. Cool. And um, so rugby, what position did you play in rugby? I played fly half. Uh, I played fly half and a little bit of scrum half, but I've been playing fly half since I was eight years old. Mate, I'm not the biggest rugby guy, but if I'm right, a scrum half is a bit like the callback. It kind of controls the flow of the game a little bit. Uh, definitely fly half, yeah. Uh, it, it's a mix between the fly half and the scrum half because the scrum half is normally in charge of the forwards and the, back, the fly half is kind of in charge of the backs and the, the flow of the game with the offense and the defense. Okay, cool. And tell us, uh, I've seen the video of you kicking 70, is it 70 yards or 70 meters? Yeah, 70 yards. Cool. Well, what's the longest kick you could potentially do? Oh, man, I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> off, the, off the sticks, I, I hit uh, three 70-yard field goals that day back-to-back. I guess I was feeling pretty good. No wind. Uh, but in practice with the team, because I did all three. I field goal, kicked off, and punted for my college team. So we... We in practice will do pressure situations, and I've knocked over a 62 with the yard field goal with the team. Cool. So we'll see. Cool, cool, cool. And, um, mate, I've seen some footage of you. You're actually taking people out as well, not just kicking and punting. You're actually uh, uh, taking people out as well, yeah, in, uh, in American <laughs> football, yeah? Well, in, uh, in rugby, you don't have any pads. But in football, you got a legal weapon on your head. Yeah. You might, you might as well use it, you know. So <laughs> sometimes uh, when we kicked off the ball, they, they made it through a couple of times. So it's almost like being a fullback in rugby, you know. Yeah. You're, you're, I'm just hovering behind, checking the gaps. And if uh, I see someone come screaming through, I'm just going to meet him halfway and put my helmet where it hurts, you know. So that was, that's, it's always fun doing that but. You know, I'm a team player, so just because I'm a punter or a kicker doesn't mean I can't uh, run downfield with the kickoff team. 
Yeah. Okay. Cool. And how has how has been that transi- transition of different styles? Obviously, when you uh, drop kick a rugby ball and a, a punt a foot, American football, how how has that been different? Uh, well, just the overall shape of the football. You know, the football is a lot more pointier, and uh, the rugby ball is way more round. So the surface area where you drop it on is a lot more round on the rugby ball, so it pops up a lot easier. Whereas with a football with a drop kick, because it's so pointy, it jabs a lot more from side to side. But it's, it's just another cool little weapon to have on kickoff. You know, you can, on drop kicks, uh, on my rugby team, I used to be the, the start-off guy, and I would drop kick it really high, so we'd get underneath it and recover the ball. And I feel like that's just another part you could add to the American football side, you know. Because in kickoff, there's, if you kick off the, the block, there's only so high you can get it, but I can really scoop a drop kick high, you know, and put it where you want it. So it's just another aspect that we, you know, maybe in the future you might see added to the game of football. Yeah. This is a Cleveland Browns podcast. So I've got to ask, how do you actually get from uh, doing some trials to actually the Browns? How did that all work? So uh, about two and a half months ago, no one actually knew uh, the Scottish Hammer existed. And I got linked up with my agent who's, the be- he is the best thing that happened to me uh, through this process. And we went to, I went to a combine and uh, a kicking combine called Gary's Honors Kicking Combine. And it has great exposure. Went there and I actually ended up winning the whole competition uh, for, for punting. Then after that, I, then my phone started ringing a lot more. And then Mr. Prefer uh, called me and wanted to set up a private workout. So he came to all the way from Cleveland to Pine Bluff, the Mr. Prefer, to go out for food. So I took him to an Irish pub, which was Good nice. Man. And, uh, we had some shepherd's pie and, just, <laughs> uh, you know, talked for a couple of hours. Really, really hit it off uh, from the beginning with Mr. Prefer. A really great guy. And he was uh, military himself. So he actually worked in the same area as my dad works right now. So we already had a lot in common. And then the next day, uh, he watched me punt and we had a really fun day. You know, I wasn't nervous. I know a lot of people get nervous with that sort of stuff, but I was just uh, excited and focused because, you know, I work really hard and it's, a, it's no different to kicking in front of my, <laughs> my other coach. So we had yeah. a really good time and then they invited me on an official visit an hour later. So that was really fun. Cool, cool. Did he like the, uh, was it a shepherd's pie or cottage pie? Shepherd's pie. Yeah, shepherd's pie. Did he like it or not? Oh, he loved it. He was a big yeah. fan. You know, <laughs> I'm not sure if the, our American listeners know what it is. I'm, I'm sorry if I sound patronising. So it's basically mince meat. Is it peas, carrots in it, or just mince meat? You can, you can add some uh, chopped up carrots and peas in it, and then mashed potato on time on top, and then it goes in the oven. It comes out all golden brown. Yeah, it's really, really nice. Oh, it's big time. <laughs> uh, do you eat any any haggis? Are you a big haggis fan? Oh yeah. Big, big time haggis guy, yeah, especially back home in uh, north of Scotland. Black pudding, like, we don't have black pudding out here. So, actually, whenever I go back home, I always get a fried egg and black pudding sandwich, you know. <laughs> so, I miss the haggis and the, and the black pudding. Yeah, cool. If you go to the markets in Cleveland, uh, there's an Irish butcher, and they've got things like Cornish pasties, Irish food, and they've got black pudding um, and hogs pudding there as well. So, um um, mate, when I come out, I'm coming out in May, I'll take you there and uh, I can educate you on the uh, where to get the uh, the, the good uh, British uh, food. 
Oh, I can't wait. I haven't had haggis in so long, so I'm really excited for that. <laughs> awesome. And um, you a big uh, soccer fan? Uh, a little bit, yeah, just because my granddad, uh, I've been playing soccer since I was a kid as well, um, pro because of my granddad, and he's a hardcore Celtic fan, so uh, he's always made me watch it and stuff, but just me being a big rugby player and stuff, I, I, I normally just paid attention to uh, rugby. And what was your soccer position? Uh, I normally played striker. Okay. I, I actually played soccer out here for a little bit too, so uh, just to stay fit for rugby, and then that was how I transitioned into the kicking American football. Okay, great. And what's next for you next? When are you at Bria? So I'll be at Bria on Thursday for a rookie mini camp. So I'll be with all the guys that got drafted or who got signed as a free agent or who got a rookie mini, uh, rookie mini camp invite. So I'm really excited to go there and be with all the guys and be back in Cleveland. So it's going to be really fun. Yeah. You may meet Odell Beckham, mate. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty exciting stuff. <laughs> it's yeah, be cool. crazy meeting all them guys, so it'll be cool. Yeah, good, good. And uh, in an ideal world, what would be like your favorite jersey number? I'd love to, uh, I'd love to keep 42 uh, just because that's what I wore in uh, in college. But there's actually rules and regulations as, as to what punters and kickers can wear. So I can only get one three eleven, I think. So I would love to get ten, but that's taken. So uh, I chose seven for a camp. Okay, wicked. Good, good breaking news there. Thanks a lot. And uh, yeah, tell us, have you met any Browns fans so far besides myself? Yep, um, I met a lovely couple on the on the plane. We were um, so on my way to the official on the official visit. I sat down and I just started getting chatting to uh, to these guys and. Um, while we're on the way, they just gave me the rundown of uh, Browns and a great place and a great city. And they uh, they keep in contact with me on Twitter. So they said that when I come out, they want to treat me to a home cooked meal. And they're due to have a have a baby pretty soon and a gender reveal. So they're going to let me know how that goes. So I'm really excited for them. Yeah, mate. As a uh, as a British person that goes out to Cleveland uh, quite a lot, I've got to say they absolutely uh, love their city, love their. Um, um, the locals, the people, and uh, yeah, the, the the interaction you can have with them will be absolutely amazing. So uh, yeah, they're very similar. I'm from Cornwall. You're from Scotland. Very Celtic uh, background, and it's very similar. They they uh, they're open arms, everyone in, and uh, my experience with the Cleveland locals has been absolutely awesome. So you've picked a really really good uh, uh, city to work for. Oh, I can't wait. And that's the vibe I got. I got a very homely vibe from the team itself. You know, Mr. Dorsey, uh, the general manager, he's actually from where I live right now. So that was really cool to talk to him because he had a lot of awesome stories and knows a lot of people that I've worked for here. Uh, so we, we chatted up when we were there. And then just from uh, meeting the couple on the plane, it was and a bunch of other Browns fans too just talking to me and I just got a great vibe from everybody. So I can't wait to meet everybody, you know? Yeah. Awesome. All right. Where can people find your details? Uh, on Instagram. I've, I've got an Instagram account. I've got a Twitter. And like I tell anybody from UK that is a, a talented soccer player or, you know, a good rugby player and stuff. And if they have any questions about transitioning to come over and play American football at coll the collegiate level, I'll be more than happy to help them and uh, tell them the process and how to get it done. 
Are you going to change your Twitter handle to the Cornish, uh, sorry, the Scottish Hammer? I I tried to do it and uh, it was taken already. So yeah, <laughs> I <couldn't> do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, excellent. So just to let everyone know it's at Jamie underscore Gillen, which is G I L L A N ten. Uh, give him a follow. Give him some love. And yeah, fingers crossed, you you stay uh, very happy uh, in Cleveland. Oh, well, and I really appreciate that. And also, uh, happy birthday to yourself. So <laughs> I hope mate, you have a great day. Have a couple mate, of pints. <laughs> mate, thank you, Scottish Hammer, for uh, wishing me a uh, birthday. Yeah, so uh, um, I think it's uh, Spurs Ajax uh, t- tonight. So I'll go out and uh, have a few uh, pints and uh, watch that game. Oh, that sounds great. All right, buddy. Look, um, when I come out of Cleveland in May, I'll come and see you. And uh, actually, I've got one other challenge for you. When are you in London next? Uh, I'm hoping if I, if I have some time between uh, training camps or something, because I haven't been home in nearly four years. So hopefully if I, I have a uh, substantial amount of time, I'll come home for a couple of weeks to see all my extended family, my friends. Yeah, so uh, I've got a challenge for you. Can you kick an American football over Marble Arch in London? Sounds like a good challenge. Do you reckon you can do it? I reckon I can do it. Yeah? All right. Scottish Hammer, thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. And as we say, come on the Browns. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) 